0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to this episode of Classroom Matters with me, your host, Christy Hool. And this episode is going to be a little bit different today in the fact that um, you guys are used to hearing me talk to another person or have an interview, talk to a couple of different people. Um, But today, it's really just going to be me talking to you about a topic that has really sort of been on my mind, on my heart lately. And I was asked to write an article about it not too long ago. I've had several people come and talk to me about this topic. And it's the topic of what we're doing now as far as what we're calling learning at home, distance learning, um, crisis learning, isolation schooling. That's sort of the term that I use most frequently. Um, It is not homeschooling. And so being a, a former educator in the classroom setting, as a teacher and an administrator, and now I've, I've been homeschooling, going on my fifth year with my children. What we are currently doing with this pandemic, it is not even close to homeschooling. When you make a choice to homeschool your children, um, it's not a choice that's made quickly or lightly or easily. Um, when I decided to homeschool my, my children. My youngest son had just finished his kindergarten year, and he really struggled in kindergarten. As some of you may know, my son um, was diagnosed with a a developmental delay in language, pragmatics, speech, and um, was also listed as having autistic tendencies when he was in preschool and kindergarten. And so we wanted him to utilize the public school system because it's a wonderful system here where we live, but it just didn't work for him. And he was one of those kids that unfortunately, didn't qualify for the services that he really, truly needed going into first grade. And and I remember sitting in those meetings with the administrators and the teachers, and they would say to me, you know, he just needs one-on-one, he just needs one-on-one, and that would be so great for him. He would thrive in a setting where he had one-on-one. And so in those moments, I felt like this is something I have to do for my child. And so I resigned from my position as an administrator. I um, took some time that summer, three or four months. And you know, honestly, in well into the, the first school year that, that I started homeschooling, um, and my middle son as well, I decided to keep home. He was going to be going into the second grade. And um, it wasn't a quick decision. It wasn't um, something that I thought of lightly. You know, I took months and months to research curriculum for each child. It took me months to plan schedules. It took me months to figure out how my kids learned differently from each other and how they learned in general because not being in the classroom with them, I didn't really know that. So those were all decisions that I had plenty of time to make, and I had time to transition myself, my kids, into a homeschooling environment. What happened to us in March was not um, something that parents or families or teachers had time to adjust or adapt or plan for. This was something that was literally forced and thrown at all of us um, in a very short period of time. And so not only do you have now parents that had no desire to homeschool their children at home in charge of their child's education, but you have the same parents that are probably most likely working from home at the same time, possibly with multiple age children at home, trying to stay in contact with teachers, um, and keep their kids engaged while they're also trying to, to do their job all within a couple of days or a week's notice. It is not the same as homeschooling. And you know, it's been really difficult for us as a homeschool family as well, because as a homeschool family, we are actually able to utilize um, our community we're outside going places all the time. We're nonstop. We're learning through the community. We're learning through nature. We're on field trips and parks and co-ops. And we have these great support groups of other homeschool families that we get to spend time with and socialize with. And that was all taken away from us as well. And so, you know, it was funny when all of this started, I had so many friends and, and, and folks that I knew calling me and texting me and Emailing me saying, oh, you need to help me, you need to help me, you, you know how to do this homeschooling thing. And um, you know, saying things like, oh, well, nothing's really changed for you because you guys were already homeschooling. But in all actuality, things were just as scary and intimidating and, and stressful for us as a homeschool family as it was for everyone else. Um, you know, all of the plans that we had made and all of the the things that we planned to do and all of our normal outings were were stripped away. And so I, I wonder if, in a sense, it maybe wasn't even more difficult for us than it was for the families that do not typically homeschool. So, you know, I really just felt like I needed to come on and do a really quick segment about that topic and um, just sort of hit on it a little bit and kind of talked to what was on my heart and how we were feeling about that. And I just, I don't want people to get confused about the difference because what we're doing now during this pandemic, it's not even close to homeschooling. Um, when we get back to normal, my family and I will get back to the joy and love of homeschooling and the other children that go to public school, will get back to that. Um, but right now, I think we're all in a time of stress. It's it's uncertain for all of us. And so the sooner we all get back to what we consider normal, the better. Um, so just wanted to kind of throw that out there to you guys during this episode. Um, I know it's not my usual style, but I just really felt that it was important that I, that I got that out there. So um, take care. This is your host, Christy Houle, signing off for this short segment of the Classroom Matters podcast.